0: Hello, everyone. My name is Fabio Perry. This is the 19th episode of Be Perry Fence Podcast. We will be talking about the evolution of dance, most importantly, the style of hip-hop. Many people say that this is a dying art form, but me and my guest, Shylon Andrade, a.k.a. Snap Boogie, will be sharing that that is not the case. Shylon Snap Boogie is a street-style hip-hop dancer. You may have seen him on the shows like America Got Talent, and was featured in the movie, The Way Way Back, and owns his own dance company called Beauty and the Streets, where he provides a platform for artists and street performers to create their own NFTs. Shylon, please can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Yeah, like uh, you said, perfectly.
1: Um, uh, My name is Shylon Andrade. Uh, Most people know me as Snap Boogie. I'm a former America's Got Talent finalist, Um, And I was also in a movie called The Way Way Back, along with Steve Carell, my Rudolph. And I am the creator of the first dance emote NFT in the world, which means basically if you buy my NFT, it will allow you to use my dance move inside of specific video games that I'm partnered with, um, which is a great use for blockchain technology and all that kind of stuff. And it's actually going to change the way people will see dance um, as a whole, you know, uh, what I'm doing with my company is um, I'm actually—it's not really a dance company per se. It is a company uh, where we specialize with blockchain, um, like blockchain technology. Um, it's an entertainment company, as a whole, I mean, m- most most of us, what we do is like we—I started off as a dancer, so yeah, it's my company is going to be around dance, but at the end of the day. Um, what, I, what we're doing is we're providing a, a marketplace or a place for people to be able to, to create an NFT and sell their NFT on the market.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So before we get into everything, I like to start up my podcast with some definitions. So what is dance to you?
1: I mean, dance is, that's a really hard question. Um, you know, I've, for me, like dancing is the, like what I grew up knowing. Dance was just me dancing to the rhythm, like you know, moving your body to uh, the the music and being able to communicate with the music effectively with your body. And so, you know,
0: I agree. I believe that dance is just a sequence of movement. It doesn't always have to be done with music, but usually the music amplifies things and brings artistry of storytelling. That's yeah. why well. people. I'm center a hip hop dancer. I would like to ask you about how it originated. How did it get started, and you know how did it become what it is today? I mean, when it comes to hip hop,
1: there's a lot of different things to unpack. You know, I mean the the main dance style that I do is called popping, which is that which actually originated from funk and everything. And uh, the, the funk style music and all that kind of stuff. And then the hip hop era came. And popping was just kind of like in the umbrella of hip hop because it was still cool and flashy. And hip hop, it was all about being flashy at that, at that time. You know? Yeah, what I do is a dance style called popping. It came from, like, it originated its roots was like, funk and, like, you know, James Brown era, all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, way before hip hop was even thought of. But popping was really flashy and cool, um, so it kind of got went under the umbrella of hip hop at one point because poppers and lockers, um, they start they started dancing to like hip hop music as well, um, as the times evolved. Um, sort of like now, like you you see like there's a lot of new styles of hip hop coming out, like uh, getting sturdy and all that kind of stuff. I'm still going to be popping to the the dance, the dance music. Uh, to those dance musics the, the 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 this the style of the the music, which is uh, I think it's called drill and all that kind of stuff but um you know it really like you know a lot of people say that hip hop uh, started in New york, um which i I believe is true but everybody, everybody no, no one knows really a hundred percent uh where it really started, um especially the dance style that we we know I mean I guess the dance style started in New York. Definitely, breakin started in New York. You know, it's it's very hard to determine all of these things. And uh, I, I just know that hip hop kind of started in New York as a whole. Um, that's what said. But you know, I, I wish I could give you the best explanation. You know, because well, when there's...
0: I was doing my own research as well, mm-hmm. they didn't have like a specific date. They just said nineteen sixties the late 1960s from 1970, and it started in New York by a Jamaican DJ. His name was Mm -hmm. Cool DJ Herc. DJ Herc, yeah. DJ Cool Herc. And it started out in New York, and then I guess someone from the West Coast had seen the art form and started creating their own version of it. And about hip-hop is that it's a collection of many styles like African dance, Modern dance, Mm -hmm. just all these different cultures mixed together, and it was created like its own, like how you had mentioned. There's popping and locking, breaking, stepping, and stuff like that, and all these other new art forms that are coming to life. And I believe it has evolved. Before, you would only see it on the streets or at house parties. And me and you went to Boston Arts, and anytime when people had like arguments or whatever you guys would be like, like let's take it to the cafeteria and let's just battle it out by dancing nothing had to be physical or anything but it was just music numbers on one side of the cafeteria and then you have the b-boys and the b-girls is that a term b-girls <laughs> but um performing that's too that's a term yeah okay yeah,
1: yeah. i mean yeah it's it's like yeah it's uh it's it was definitely like i mean to me my my definition of hip-hop is a lot, a lot different than everybody else's definition uh hip-hop hasn't really been fully defined in my opinion and my my thing is is i i think of hip-hop as just like coming from like the ghettos of a usa type of uh neighborhood mm-hmm. you know and uh you know who just trying to like use the, use the things that you have to create value in your life um, you know such as like you know starting from like nothing to something mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> part of hip hop, you know music like like rapping uh, you know rapping to the beat, you know just really becoming a uh, powerful, powerful lyrically stuff like that creating vibrations around you you know but all those vibrations come from the ghetto um the ghettos the u.s ghettos and stuff like that you know because we're i guess we we're the ones who've actually inspired a lot of ghettos around the world to to want to be like us talk walk walk and talk and be like us you know
0: yeah and In most styles, people look down on hip-hop and people don't know the origins of how it started. Like I had mentioned before, I came from African swing, tap, jazz, and all these other traditional styles. And I think it's interesting how we are starting to highlight it on TV shows like So You Think You Can Dance. I think they made a show called World of Dance. It used to be a dance competition that you would do theaters and have people from different states, different countries compete for money or for philanthropy reasons. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great that it's being commercialized on television and movies and stuff so people can yeah. inspire and get into it instead of saying, oh, you have to do ballet to be considered formal dance style. You have to do jazz to be formal dance style. You have to do um, jazz or something like that. now of hip hop, and people know what it is and how it's rooted, we can appreciate the art form and make it go to the next level if we have more support for it. And Mm -hmm. I can't believe that it took for so many years. I think it took for it to be on So You Think Dance, to count dance as a whole, to be counted as a sport. And people don't understand the level of execution, the long hours of rehearsals, Um, the acrobatics, the stunts, everything that goes into making this performance unique and its own original flavor. It's, It's great to see that now, I'll just say that. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, I have definitely, I have a lot of opinions on like dance being a sport and all that kind of stuff. But like, as a whole, I think dancers do uh put a lot of wear and tear on their body like people like people who uh, practice on, on sports but the difference between sports and dance is like there's an art behind it i mean there's definitely some sort of an art behind sports but it's just very basic you know you, you can but when it comes to art uh there's a, there's no there's nothing stopping it from going from one place to the next you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah you don't have too many as many rules you got a lot more to play with and then sometimes there are rules but it's it's not as it's not as strict you know sometimes you know there's a lot of I guess what we say gatekeepers in the art art community and stuff like that so one of the greatest things about art is that you can uh, go around the gatekeepers and do your own thing you know
0: Mm -hmm. definitely and let's talk about the music. What type of music would you see to hip-hop back in the day compared to now? I mean, it's definitely different. <laughs>
1: you have, like, back in the days, music was like DJ Cool Herc, like, like you said, KRS-One. All, all of those guys, they pioneered and shaped the way hip-hop is today. Um, even though the vision of hip-hop that they had wasn't the vision that the new generation has right now and mm-hmm. everything. But the good thing about it is that they definitely put food on people's plates. They allowed uh, people like us to, um, to thrive. They were the ones to like be there in the beginning and give us some, some sort of a template to how we should go about things, you know? But mm-hmm. hip hop ha- has definitely been a little bit hijacked by people who had lots of money who didn't want this vibration to to stick? In my opinion, um, the the older vibration to stay. I, I just, I guess, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great, because everyone has a different perspective. We were even talking about art in its in its own way, like with music. There's a specific sound. For each generation, every ten years, there's like a new sound. Yeah, always a new sound. But like the rhythm, the pacing. Yeah,
1: and the, I, I feel like that's pushed pace. by by pe- people with uh, lots of money that want to that they they have like some sort of a they they have some sort of a want to change the industry, you know, mm-hmm. For some reason I don't know why why that is, but.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's great to see it evolve, like even with ballet. You have the romantic era that started first with them with the flowy dresses to mimic what people used to dress on the street going back and forth. You got the classical era where they're wearing tutus and showcasing their legs. You have modern dance, contemporary, um, neoclassical ballet, and it all they all have similar aesthetics, but they all have differences. And it's important that we change with the times because it keeps it current. If you're not evolving, people become complacent, you know? So it's great to have everyone have their own little flavor, their own pizzazz and their own creativity. And I believe with hip hop, you're able to have that creative freedom compared to other styles.
1: Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of um, amazing, like, 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 I would love to see where hip hop goes from here. To be honest, uh, just kind of knowing my my uh, my ogs, as you call it, it uh, all of this that's happening today nowadays. Now we have like the drill scene. Drill scene came from the from the gangs in New York and mm-hmm. uh, London and all that kind of stuff. And now there there's some some art that's coming out of it. You know, there's a lot of new dance styles. There's one dance style called Getting Sturdy and everything, it's a whole new dance style. You know, there's, you know, Crumping, you know, that was that was an older dance style that came from gangs. And now we, you got Getting Sturdy and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, you know, I'm, I can't wait to see what how hip hop evolves, because once it was created, I don't, I, I think it just won't stop for a long time.
0: You know? Right. And let's go into the different styles of hip hop. Let's we'll start with breaking. And that's one of your styles, along with popping and locking. Can you describe that? Yeah. yeah, breaking is just...
1: For me, like, I like breaking. I love... Uh, I, like, I like breaking started off from, like, I guess, in New York, where they, some people say it was these guys called the nigga twins and everything. Uh, but we're not sure. But a lot of people are saying it started from them. There's um, another guy named Spivey. He was a part of the beginning. Uh, Zone, TDK. They were all, like, a lot of these guys are my friends, too. They were all in the beginning, the beginning, beginning part. Except for the nigga twins. I don't know too much about the nigga twins and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, there was, it was, it all started off as just, like, them rocking it, it was never really like like what I've heard. It was never really them trying to uh, and it, and I got different stories also by the way. But what I thought it was it was like it all started off with rocking, where your body's up top and you're just moving to the rhythm, mm-hmm. um, where you're moving your feet around a certain way to um, to go with the music, and then somebody one time ended up introducing uh you know footwork and then when that's when you go down onto the floor and you move your feet around and people I I heard that people went crazy for that so then you had power moves they came in and uh that that kind of like really brought the whole dance together as a whole so now you have top rock footwork power and just kind of meshed into something you know who's to say that the dance won't change you know it's really cool that it's accepted in the uh, olympics now you know and uh
0: i heard that's great yeah
1: and i'd say that that's the main form of hip-hop dance that's the very first actual true hip-hop dance style um that came about
0: that's you know? good let's go into popping and locking what are the similarities and differences between the two?
1: Popping and, and locking. Well, locking came, it was uh, it was the first dance, actually. Locking is a dance where you do wrist rolls, points. So, like, if you ever see disco and you see these people doing styles like this. Yeah. It's similar, but it's not actually locking. But when, when you see, like... Well, yeah, there's, a lot, there's a lot of history. This <laughs> it's, it's really hard to break everything down in this short span span of time. To be honest, because you know, basically, like locking was a, was a, was the originator, though. Um, to make it short, and and they had a lot of like flips and movements in there and stuff like that. That sometimes breakers would take like there would be a certain kind of split um, that James Brown would do. And a lot of lockers used to use that, that split, Mm -hmm. you know, it was just kind of a thing. And then lockers like to do like a little tacky robot and they would call it the robot because I guess robots were like a big thing. It was really cool back in the days. And, you know, they were trying to imitate a robot and then poppers, they would take that to the next level and, they would kind of just like freak the robot, make it make it really like defined. And then they would just kind of create illusions with their body. So popping, I, I feel like popping um, and breaking were kind of like, they kind of ve- veered off a little bit on the opposite side of the spectrum and everything. And then like uh, locking was just kind of like the, the tree where it grew. It created the roots of uh, the dance. Larry, at to uh, everything comes from. Uh, I'd say it comes from locking, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just kind of like bunching all the dances together, you you'll see um, that. Like, it, it's really hard to explain. I think you just have to be in the, be a part of the culture to to really understand it. You know, I think you really have to, to be in it to win it, you know, so.
0: Yeah, it's a lot different from most shows. Like, personally, when I go to the hip hop shows, the crowd is very animated. They're like screaming, clapping, dancing, too. Like, they're very involved. And I love the connection that you guys make with the audience. Um, Versus us, where we have to wait for certain variations to end, and then we clap, and then at the very great finale, we stand up and clap. Yeah, (laughs) no, a lot different. Yeah, it's definitely like it's right
1: in your face. The energy is there, you know, and there's just like a it's just like a full on conversation that's happening. Uh, while you're doing the dance and while you're not doing the dance, too, you know, which I think is amazing. And it's just, it's a vibe. It's a vibe.
0: (laughs) So next, we're going to go into House. Please, can you describe that style and how did that one originate?
1: Housing came into the club, uh, started from the clubs in New York City. And then it just kind of expanded housing start house started in a, like, I mean, this is not the style that I'm well-versed in. Um, I don't know a lot about it, but I know that it started in New York city and the clubs from the club scene. Um, and it really meshed with hip hop. What really well. Um, but the music was different. It was definitely a more like funky, uh, style, um, and different sound. Um, Sort of like um, it's similar to techno feel, but Mm -hmm. with less, less techno-ish and more like more soul and black soul kind of type thing. So one of the things is, is that it's really hard to differentiate techno with house because you know, a lot of people, like for me, it's not because I understand it, but for other people it's very hard because they because it's like you have to understand black culture to understand what house is and everything Mm -hmm. and that's where um a lot of people get kind of confused with (laughs) when it comes to house
0: definitely i like it i was just watching some videos earlier and i'm like this is kind of (laughs) funky i like it (laughs) yeah
1: yeah now, like, a lot of people worldwide have kind of, like, adopted it and just kind of started bringing it to Japan and Ireland, Canada, like, all these crazy places and there. They're dancing house styles all over, you know.
0: Next, we're going to go into Stepping. stepping. Um, many people have seen um, that in sororities and also in movies like You Got Served, Stomp the Yard, just naming a few. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I don't know much about stepping
1: like that. But uh, I know my sister did, did it a long time ago. So I don't know too much about stepping in that.
0: In, I do love it. Um, I did it in school. It's usually done by a group of people. And there's a lot of body movement, whether it's stomping, clapping, slapping. It's a lot of
1: rhythm. It's a lot of rhythm. You think it was originated by, from tap dancing? Right. I, yeah. I I have a feeling it 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 started like tap dancers, like helped uh, polish that style.
0: <laughs> Definitely, and the last one that I can think of right now, there are more styles, but I'm just stating the ones that people are more familiar with. Mm-hmm. And as freestyle, describe that one to you.
1: Oh, it's just,
0: it's just you,
1: you and the music. That's it freestyle is uh not really hard to 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 really uh explain it's just you and the music anybody can do it you know mm-hmm. um some people like certain kinds of freestyle and some people don't and so it's just it's you and the music and the eye of the beholder or something like
0: that and usually it's not choreographed it's usually it's yeah. just low it can yeah be- any type of movement any type of beat any type of any know. type
1: of sound yeah exactly so it's pretty much it <laughs> Now we're gonna go to the fun part i so mean I-, I mean so one of the things like with breaking is uh like breaking you freestyling usually you know you're using the dance style breaking you know popping you can freestyle popping uh most of the da- hip-hop dance styles are used like in freestyle. Like they're using freestyle pretty much, but um, I think freestyle originated from hip hop dance styles, like what we do today. And um, it's kind of been taken on and other people have adopted it with their own styles. So you could probably, you might see some white folks or, you know, like in the techno scene doing some like, you know, weird movements but that's also a part of freestyle you know you can probably freestyle some ballet um it's just about you creating movements with your body to the music um without having to uh choreograph or come up with a pre pre pre-made uh movements that you thought of in your head you just kind of go you know
0: Mm -hmm. and then we're gonna go into the fun part where i asked you some questions about your career, and then <laughs> we'll go the NFTs. I know a lot of people are looking forward to that, but we'll save that towards the end. Yeah. So when you started, what gave you the name Snap Boogie? How did it originate? Cool. Uh, yeah, uh, my name was originated
1: because um, uh, actually, so when I was younger, I started dancing and I I joined a dance crew called the Floor Lords, the Floor Lords. At the time I didn't know who they were. I just knew my mom uh would tell me about them and they would have they had a big name in the dance scene out here in Boston, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew who they were, especially if you were from the hood or the ghetto. And everything and I always wanted to be a part of something positive like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up going to their practices, learning how to dance. And my mom used to be really super associated with the floor lords, but I didn't know that at the time. And then, um, so I kept just going to practice and I like fell in love with the dance. And I just kept practicing and practicing and practicing. And one day my mom shows up to practice to pick me up because I think we had to go, Somewhere, I don't know exactly where I had to go, but they didn't know that she was my mom until she showed up to the practice. And my mom, they were like, Hey Marita, how are you? What are you what are you doing here? And she's like, I'm picking up my son. And then they were like, Who's your son? And they're like, and she said, Snap. Well, not Snap, I mean Shylon or CJ. That was my name at the time. And then um, then they told me then uh, they went crazy because I didn't know this, but an uncle that passed away before I was born was already in the dance crew and everything. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they were like super excited about that. And so they were like, yo, do you know who your uncle was? And yada, 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 all of this kind of stuff. And they started asking me like, you know, they started like giving me the rundown of, about my uncle and who he was and, why he died and all of that kind of stuff. So um, basically, later down the line, as I was dancing, they just started saying that I reminded them of of my uncle and they started calling me Snap too. And then uh, Facebook, I started using Facebook a lot at the time. This was probably like in 2005, 2006 or something like that. When I was using Facebook I was trying to re, uh, create my profile with snap too. but I wasn't able to use a, a number
0: that name? yeah
1: yeah so I ended I ended up writing snap boogie because I love to boogie and I knew about like boogie was like a big thing in the in the culture that mm-hmm. word was just it just meant something to a lot of people um, so it ended up just sticking and staying and then lots of lots of originally it was snap too but then lots of people just all around the world started calling me snap boogie because they they were on my facebook page <laughs> <laughs> that's cool yeah
0: and that's what cool. does the boogie mean so people can get contacts i guess like boogie like, yeah like you boogie down like mm-hmm. when you get boogie you're
1: dancing i guess most people when they say yo you're about to boogie I guess you're about to go dance, you know? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. So I guess, yeah. Dancing just means dance.
0: (laughs) I'm going to ask you, um, what made you go to Boston earth Academy for dance? Was it to enhance your experience in hip hop or get well-rounded in other fields?
1: To be honest, I just, I wanted to go there because I didn't want to go in a, be caught up in a school that was gang infested because all the schools they had like people who was like they were just like you had to be a part of certain like it was just it was just kind of crazy because a lot of people were like getting beat up and 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 all that kind of stuff in different in different schools like the matapan and all that kind of stuff and i didn't have really much much options so I wanted to co- kind of go to a school that would keep me out of trouble. And I knew that if you went to Boston Arts Academy, there weren't really too many fights or anything like that. And I could do what I love to do a little bit more and stuff like that. But to my surprise, there were a few fights. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there were yeah. a few real fights in there.
0: <laughs> it happens. It's a normal thing that goes on with any schools. And you're yeah. trapped in a certain environment. Yeah. Um, I wanna ask you, how has the pandemic affected you? I know a lot of people had to shut down. A lot of shows weren't being run. I think now that COVID is letting loose, even though there's a lot of cases that I mentioned in my previous episode, people are trying to get back into the groove of being traditionally like normal, even though in some spaces are shut down completely. Some places are trying to navigate through technology, taking classes on Zoom. Or a hybrid model. How has yeah. that affected?
1: You? I mean, definitely performing at festivals and like I was like my career was about to take off, and then uh, pand- the pandemic hit, and I was just like, what the hell, um, you know? And it just kind of really like forced me to like learn, um, so I can take whatever I'm doing to the next level. Mm-hmm people would ask me to kind of come in and do a show on zoom and everything. And I was just like, yeah, that's cool. But it doesn't feel good. You know, it's not there. You're not there in the in the face of flesh, you know, it just was weird. So I didn't like that. And so I just kind of like stopped doing that uh, as a whole. And uh, I just focused on um, things that I knew about, which was cryptocurrency and blockchain. And then I realized that I can use blockchain technology to, uh, reshape dance um as a whole, not just the street dance, but dance and as a whole, you know, mm-hmm. by allowing, because there is a lot of uh issues on like who created what, when, wh- why, and all that kind of stuff. Actually, as we discussed it earlier today, mm-hmm. we were talking about like hip hop, and I couldn't give you like a clear a- answer about like where it originated and what it's what it's, what it's like in the background behind it all and things of that nature. Because yeah. we don't have this technology. We don't have this technology called blockchain, you know, and blockchain is really, really, uh, is going to like re- uh, shape the way we do things in the world. Um, and I learned about it um during the pandemic i was like learning more about it because i was already into cryptocurrencies because i wanted to know what i was investing in um Mm -hmm. wherever i put my money so i uh yeah like i said i was just learning about it and then i ended up coming up with like nfts and realizing that i can turn dance moves into an nft and then put them on the blockchain forever that way people can i can say hey i came Created this dance move at this time of my life. I'm the first one, you know? So,
0: could you describe what NFTs are and how they and how it became a big thing? I know in a lot of groups on Clubhouse, Connect Club, and on YouTube, everybody's talking about NFTs. And I'm just like, what is this thing? You know? (laughs) So, I had a conversation with you and you were kind of educating me on it. And you're like, you got to get hit to it. I'm like, let me do it yeah. own- <laughs> and see so, if
1: this. Basically, it's very hard to explain in one take, but I'll do my absolute best. Um, An NFT is short for non-fungible token. The main thing about blockchain technology and crypto and all that kind of stuff, what we want to do is become our own banks and stuff like that. So we don't want any middlemen. The middlemen would be, I guess, us. We would all be the middlemen together right and we're using uh computers to basically we're using the underlying technology to create uh, which is blockchain to create something called a non-fungible token a fungible token uh, something like a fungible token is like bitcoin or think of money as fungible right cash that's fungible because you know i can exchange this twenty dollars for twenty dollars worth of a of um, items, yeah. Well, no, twenty dollars worth of, uh, you know, Canadian dollars, which would probably be worth like, I'd say twenty five bucks, you know. Mm-hmm. Same thing with a. Uh, think of and now to in order to make that twenty dollars, non fungible, you can get like, a celebrity like uh, Michael Jackson, t- to sign your twenty dollar bill, and now the 20 dollar bill has its own characteristic right Mm -hmm. you can either either exchange it for something that's worth another like something that's like yeah you you can now you can't really just exchange it It has its own characteristic so now the value went up because michael michael jackson has signed it things of that nature right Mm
0: -hmm. so it's Um, kind of like trademarks and copyrights is that what you mean
1: in a sense in a sense it's kind of it's getting closer to digitizing like i guess you know, trademarks and copyrights but it's just basically something that has its own characteristic right
0: mm-hmm.
1: like you see this shirt right the yeah. actual material on this shirt is cotton mm-hmm. you know however much this cotton on the shirt can be traded for it probably like Ten to twenty cents, right, for this one shirt. The whole shirt, ten to twenty cents for the actual cotton, the material on the cotton. Mm -hmm. But now the uh, the work that we put in to create this shirt and everything. Now that you have this dream bill, now you put the shirt together. You take the cotton, you turn the shirt into something. Now you can actually sell it for for any price. yeah, any any price that you want to sell it for, because it has its own characteristics. But mm-hmm. before the the before you before you got it, you just saw a bunch of cotton and everything, mm-hmm. and you can see you you'd have to put it all together to cre- give it its own characteristic.
0: So you know, you're for the name, the material, and the purpose behind it. Like- yeah,
1: it's kind of like branding, almost. You know, like. If you see like a, a you know, Gucci, you, you you know like okay, think of it like this, like if you buy jewelry, right? Mm-hmm. This right here, this is silver, everything, mm-hmm. and uh, but natural silver, regular silver, has its own price, right? It's like about twenty five dollars an ounce right now, right? Mm-hmm this isn't an and isn't an ounce but this is a whole silver ring now it has its own characteristics so now I'm paying a uh, hundred dollars for this one ring specifically because because of the branding behind it and the fact that it's it was created um, you know it took time to create it and all that kind of stuff you know it's just
0: like everybody's uh, contribution it's collected
1: okay. yeah like like, you know, if you sell a t-shirt on the street, I can say, hey, this is this is worth fifty dollars because I, I think it's worth fifty dollars. And then the only way for that, that transact that, that it to be valid is if somebody else buy buys that for fifty fifty dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So that's um just it has to have its own characteristics. Now a token it is is something that you put on a blockchain, right? Mm-hmm. Um same thing. So what you do is you mint a token and it has its own unique characteristics and you attach it to whatever it is that you want to attach it to. So you can attach it to music, clothes, anything like a, a car. Um, but right now most people are just t- attaching NFTs to artwork, right? And so people will buy these this, art, this kind of artwork, right? Because, you know, art at one point was valuable. So basically we're using this underlying technology called blockchain in order to be able to track everything. Cause blockchain technology is, a is it, is a type of technology where you can see everything and everything is transparent. It's on a public ledger. All the transactions that go on the blockchain is, a uh, is on a public ledger so everyone can see. But once you put information into the blockchain, that information will stay there forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, in order to kind of, like, be a part of a blockchain network or community, um, you know, you just have to have a computer, right? And what you'll be doing with that computer is you'll be validating all the transactions um, to see if these transactions are real or not, you know? How that's happened is, how that works is your computer is basically uh, given us the riddle, and it's... It's, it's doing its best to solve a really, really complex mathematical problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it does solve, solve that complex mathematical problem, you'll get kind of like rewarded with cryptocurrency. And while doing that, you're kind of like securing the network at the same time. So that's kind of how blockchain works. So NFTs, um, when you create an NFT, you're putting your... Uh, your information into the blockchain by minting a token. And NFT is basically a, a line of code, um, but you can attach that code to like a picture or a video or anything like that, you know?
0: Definitely. Can you tell us a little bit about your experiences being in a spotlight uh, being on America's Got Talent and how you transitioned to being in a film because you were on TV. Tell us that experience of you getting on the show transitioning to moving to something bigger
1: you know yeah sure basically you know I ended up first of all I snuck into America's Got Talent I did everything that I can to get onto that show because I knew I I would be seen by lots of people and maybe somebody would be able to connect with me right then after that you know I just kind of like learned about the movie industry um A lot because that was I guess mainly how people were artists like myself were making money you know Uh, most most artists would make their money by getting in a movie or I think things like that because dance wasn't really cutting it too much you didn't really have too many dance jobs and I didn't want to be able to like I didn't want to want companies to use my body the way well I mean that I guess that's not really what it was I just I, I saw acting as a better way to make a living, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and uh, so after going on America's Got Talent, I just kind of used my fame to like get me to open the door to uh, to newer opportunities, and then what the movie ended up calling me because somebody referred me f- referred me to them, and they asked me to audition by sending in a tape, and then I just sent them a tape. And luckily, I was like the only Boston break dancer that can do it, and I had the look um, that they needed, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they, I ended up getting a principal role in the in the Way Way Back, which was amazing. Definitely, yeah,
0: that's a big accomplishment. Not everybody can. Everyone says that they can be on TV and think they're going to get chosen, but actually yeah. putting in that commitment, kind of like if you're starting a YouTube channel or any type of business. You have to navigate your way through and get out of your head of being like, "This will never happen to me." these people are going to be better than me. These people look better than me. Yeah, Just all these things that affect your mental state of mind? Because yeah, it's you-
1: definitely a mental. Uh, it's definitely a mental. It take it can take a mental toll on you. Because when I was after America's Got Talent, I, you know. Growing up the way I grew up, I didn't really have the edu- proper education to know how to make, how to capitalize off of it, you know, mm-hmm. but I ended up getting really like down and, and, and depressed on myself and I started getting depressed and, and then not know where the movie, they called me when I was in New York City and I was just like, wow, okay, there's, there's something here. I think maybe I'm able to do something here. And then I, I ended up. It
0: be um, some in, um, some information like financial literacy. I think it should be taught while you're in high school, preparing you for yeah. college. Because yeah. a lot of people want to go um, chase their dreams of being an entertainer or some type of artist. There's money there, but the uh, open doors are very limited. And yeah. if you don't have that big hit, or if you even have that hit, you it's hard to keep that momentum going because people see you at that all time high and you're right. kind of competing against yourself, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Financial literacy is like really important to learn. Um, I've, I've had to learn it like years down the line and I'm still learning. Um, I'm not perfect. You know, um, luckily I was in a, I'm, I was in a position where I'm able to uh, make money on my own. and I have my own studio in Boston which is really expensive in comparison to a lot of uh, other places, but I'm not really rich. I don't have a lot of money or anything like that, you know, I still, uh, but I, I definitely have a def- different mindset um, on mon- what money was from back in the days and, you know, what it is now, you know, but I think money plays a big role in the arts and I've really, I think if you actually were more financially literate, which I think, first of all, if they taught finance classes in high school, I would actually want to stay in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if they taught me how to do taxes, all of that kind of stuff that they don't teach us how to do, I would have literally stayed in high school. Um, like we
0: did learn about grants, but... I actually didn't As yes, they learn- do grants, it's very limited. Like they're very detailed on what the criteria is and you're competing against hundreds, if not thousands or millions of people. <laughs> the number is yeah. increasing and the budget just keeps getting lower. <laughs> yeah. I actually never really learned about
1: grants. I'm actually learning about it now um, because I had to kind of stop what I was doing in high school and go straight into uh, doing America's Got Talent and things of that nature, you know? Mm. Um, but this goes to say um i will like i said uh, like i really would like if i was to go back to school and they had financial literacy classes then i would have definitely um i would have definitely taken those classes and done all the things that i need to do now i'm just researching on youtube and um learning about finances and stuff which i'm still doing pretty good on because i i got bitcoin early early way before it was even a thing, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, I, I've been, I've been able to capitalize on off of things like that, things of that nature. So, you know, it's all, it's all a growing experience, but I also, my main point was like, I think if you, if we had financial literacy, then, um, a, a lot of people who are going after their dreams would actually be able to attain the like get, get to their, uh, Get to their dreams. Yeah, Yeah. they have a better chance on on getting their dreams because they have that that mental background behind their in their head. Like you know what I'm
0: saying? I noticed when I was taking a class in college and it's just basic math. People don't know how to add, subtract, divide, multiply, pemdas, like all these things matter. People are very quick on getting a bookkeeper, but I'm like, you gotta pay for the software got to pay for the accountant pro, whatever the terminology is, tax agent. Like there's a lot of factors that go into it and you're wasting more money when you could be doing it yourself. Like me for my business, I do my own bookkeeping. Maybe if I get employees and I don't have time to work on my own stuff, then maybe I would hire a bookkeeper or an accountant. But it's important to keep yourself at a budget and always keep in mind This can always go away and what's going to happen next. And I think that's just the issue that a lot of small businesses, big businesses are running into because i are almost expecting this pandemic to happen. Like it made everyone work from home or lose their jobs completely and rely on stimulus. Yep. And even with the stimulus, people were going crazy with their spending habits. But there was a report saying that the credit card debts were going down lower, which I was impressed by. But a lot of people were buying cars, houses, things that they can't afford, thinking that the stimulus will be here forever, Hoping yeah of- back and inflation is a real thing, <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah um,
1: yeah, definitely i'm I'm glad that like people are starting to wake up to these things and realizing how in value our u s invaluable our u s dollar is, and things of that nature, and like people are i i really hope that there's going to be like a great awakening in in the next few years um i'm hoping it will happen now that way because i have diamond hands (laughs) (laughs) um because yeah no but not just because i have diamond hands but i'm like i'm waiting for that like like that 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 great uh, like us kind of like learning how to vibrate together as human beings um on that level, because I feel like certain people are trying to keep us poor. And uh, mm-hmm. these are just my opinions. I don't want to get casted as some sort of conspiracy theorist, but- uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for the disclaimer. <laughs> uh,
1: you know? <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, it's really exciting to see dance um, evolve um, and, and bring actual value to dance and and find really great use cases for uh, dance dance to become monetized now because like one of the greatest things about uh, blockchain technology that I I realized is is that you don't need um, it'll help it'll allow dancers to have uh, it will allow dancers to get like closer to having intellectual property I mean I guess intellectual property is mainly held by like the courts and the system ju- the judicial system um yeah. and depending on which country you are everyone has their own standards on how things are so it's not completely it's not completely uh covered you know
0: so um yeah, yeah I have a couple more questions i know for the pandemic A lot of people were trying to navigate through and you started, um, we were having a conversation about NFTs. How are you going to go digital? Well, your business is more hybrid because you have a physical space and now you're doing digital. So how's that transition been like for you? Oh, it's it's
1: amazing. I'm just kind of like learning the ins and the outs um understanding coding a little bit more apis and all that kind of stuff like really just really getting a great understanding i mean i'm all i'm already i'm building a platform for dancers right now to turn their dance moves into nfts um which is kind of taking me some time because it's a lot of work a lot of effort behind it and then i also don't have funding i don't know how to get funding so i'm bootstrapping everything all on my own Mm -hmm. and uh you know eventually the whole thing will pan out on its own and we'll make it to, I'll definitely be able to make it to that next level. But for right now, I'm just kind of like bootstrapping everything, just going out the street perform, make my money, just take that money and throwing it into the company um, and into all the things that I n- need to get done necessarily to make things happen, you know?
0: And the big question that people are having is, is hip hop, the style itself dying, um, or, or do you feel like there is opportunity now that there is the NFTs?
1: Well, hip hop is just kind of evolving on its own, but it was it was definitely hijacked, and hip hop's not what it was before, in my opinion. But for me, like I'm not worried about it. It definitely set up a foundation. For a lot of people around the world, and I think it's gonna go in the history books, like jazz, jazz dance, uh, jazz music, all of that kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we're change. Yeah, the the, the the whole industry is changing. Everything is changing, and I think people are get, becoming better human beings overall. Even though there's a lot of things going on in this world, people are definitely becoming better human beings. Um, because we're able to communicate more often because of the internet the internet is allowing us to communicate with each other on a really grand scale effectively you know like to the point where uh we we wasn't really able to kind of communicate on these on these levels before mm-hmm. the internet kind of came about like came about like me, you and i were in two different places we're able i'm actually able to look at you and see you it's not like a telephone, you know? So it's mm-hmm. amazing.
0: Yeah, definitely. And yeah. I only have two more questions left. How okay. do people participate in NFTs? Um,
1: there are many ways. Uh, the main thing is, is that the first thing you have to do is get a cryptocurrency wallet. Um, not not a, a Coinbase wallet or anything like that um because those are centralized you need to get like a more decentralized type of wallet there's different levels to decentralization decentralization is like basically not having to rely on a, uh, a third party to mm-hmm. help with the transaction i don't think everything can be completely decentralized yet bitcoin is decentralized but like the wallets are really hard unless you know how to create your own wallet from scratch um using code and all that kind of stuff. But um, a wallet like a MetaMask wallet you mm-hmm. need to get or, or a Solana type of wallet, like the Phantom wallet. There's also different kinds of blockchains, like, you know, you have Polygon, but you just need to like have these kinds of wallets in order to be able to receive and send out NFTs and, and mint NFTs as well. And then you just got to go to the proper websites. Uh, one, one way of creating an NFT. I created my own NFT by uh, going on by creating OpenSea by going on OpenSea.io mm-hmm. and yeah, and that's pretty much it, you know?
0: Yeah. I'll look into it and I want to finish this off on a positive note. Where do you see yourself in the future so we can keep updated about what you're doing?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think one day I'll, I'm going to have like a ton of money and I'm just going to fall off the face of the earth and <laughs> want anybody to find, to find me, <laughs> you start
0: know, start dancing hey. <laughs> What would you say? Start dancing on Mars. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't want to do that either.
1: I don't know if I'm ready to go to Mars at all. Like I love the earth, you know, going to <laughs> Mars. is just like, how, how do I, I want somebody to survive first. Like, you guys be my guinea pig. And then once everything is all settled, then we'll go to Mars. Let's, let's do it later, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much it. And hopefully the, the world doesn't have, like, a nuclear battle or anything like that. I think it's going to take some time. So, yeah.
0: This was great. Just to recap everything. Hip-hop is not dying. It's constantly evolving the way that we started. It's always gonna change as decades go by with the more influencers there are, um, creating new spaces and new avenues for people. We know that the pandemic has stopped a lot of opportunities for people, but we're finding other avenues to make money because you know, in the performing arts industry, it can be very competitive and there's not a lot of funding that goes into it for some reason, even in schools. Like, you notice know, with schools the arts department is usually the first to go, but if we show that it's important to show a creates your creativity, like we had mentioned, hip hop, is a strong style. It has its own techniques and its own aesthetics. Everybody has an opportunity to learn. Don't judge a book by its cover because it is more complicated than what it looks. Um, yeah. Sign up for these, if it's cost efficient for you, do some research before you go into any type of investment. Talk to a tax professional if that helps, so you um so I can make less room for errors. And thank you for being a part of this podcast episode. And please, can you share what social media pa- platforms that we can find you on? Instagram is the real Snap Boogie. Twitter it's at Snap Facebook
1: is Facebook.com/slash Snap A G T. TikTok is at Snap I don't know my youtube but twitch is uh twitch.tv at i mean and then slash the real snap boogie
0: a lot of platforms <laughs> yeah i know telegram is snap boogie but I'll, yeah but all of this contact information in the description box and you can find me on instagram tiktok youtube at b perry films and i can't wait to work with the lineup that I have for the next upcoming episodes and thank you for being a part of this and I plan to work with you in the future and yeah sure. <laughs> definitely <laughs> also my website is
1: snapboogie.com so you know that way I can bring you all to to all the uh social media accounts that I have you know? okay. so, yeah anyways sorry but thank <laughs> you so much for al- allowing me to be a part of something so great like this you know
0: thank you